everybody. It's another edition of the podcast. It's uh, March 8th, 2022, and it is episode 119. Give us a follow on Spotify if you're not already. Make sure that you're getting in the conversation on Getter and the brand new Truth Social. Our handle is at Totally Corrupt on both of those platforms. So with no further ado, let's get this party started and get the captain on the phone. Here we go. This is the captain speaking. Captain. Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Perfect. We are uh, at it again. Here we go. Yabba dabba do. Yabba dabba do. So what's happening? Uh, well, the world's falling apart. Everybody's hiring, but nobody's hiring. Um, I don't know. I mean, the world is weird. You know, uh, Ukraine. You know, here's your. Here's my question. We're financing Russia to invade Ukraine because we're buying their gas and uh, that we ban in their gas, but we're going to go to Venezuela. We're going to go or, or we're asking you uh, Iranians to uh, Saudi Arabia. How about uh, how, how about we start? How about that Keystone pipeline? That could be op- operational in eight months. And I saw that video you sent me. That's what it looks like, huh? It could be operational in eight months. And uh, Paskey keeps saying it's going to take years and years. And so we have five and a half years of uh, reserve emergency oil. How about we just tap into that for eight months? And then uh, when we get the Keystone going, we dump four. We dump, we fill it back up. So four months takes us to fill it back up. So within a year from the day he signs it, Keystone, uh, basically, uh, we don't have to bet, buy any foreign fuel. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? But uh, Biden's got to sign off on it. And he's sitting on the permits, I guess. He won't do anything about it. Oh, they like to talk about those permits. You hear them talk about those permits. There's 9,000 permits out there right now. Well, they got permits, but they got permits for sites that aren't necessarily like positive sites to like drill for. And even if they could drill for them, now they need a uh, a different um, type of permit in order to trans to drill and transport the fuel. Yeah. So they, they just because they have a permit doesn't mean nothing. No, it doesn't. And it, they got to have workers too. And they got to have. Uh, well, you're not going to put workers on a site you're not going to make money on. Well, here's the thing, man. Like, you know how many workers got fired because of COVID? And now we're like just saying, hey, there's no more, uh, no more masks, no more mandates in at least the West Coast. Washington, California, Oregon, 
we're all going uh, no mandates. Like, I mean, people have been having a hard time, like, keeping their jobs. Like, I mean, fuck, now, like, they can't even drive to work. It's a pipeline thing. I don't know. It's a little too little. They, they, they wanted this to happen. They too little, wanted, too late. Uh, they wanted $7, $8 gallon gas. Right. I, I don't know why, I mean, why anybody would want that, but force people in electric want cars. Us, they don't want us driving gas cars anymore. They want us to drive electric vehicles. So they can shut us down with the push of a button? No, they just assume everybody can aso- uh, afford a $56,000 uh, uh, average uh, electric vehicle cost car. Like, you got that in your bank, you can just buy a car. You know, the, the father of the electric vehicle, I would have to say, was Elon Musk. But, you know, even he's saying we're fucked if we don't start drilling for oil here in the United States. He said he said we need to drill for oil and gas, natural gas immediately, even though I work in the electric in, electrical car industry and this will kill me. We need to do this as a nation. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it will kill him, but like. You know, definitely desperate times call for desperate measures, and this is one well, of them, I think. He's got other things going on. I mean, the guy's worth $220 billion. Have you thought about that? $220 billion. He is the richest guy in the world. <laughs> That's a lot of he's money. Literally, he's literally, back in the day, they said if Bill Gates uh, dropped a $100 bill on the floor and he bent down to pick it up, he lost money. <laughs> now, now it's like if... if if if, uh, if Elon Musk walks by and drops ten thousand dollars on the ground, uh, he's he's going to make more money by just keep walking. Pretty just much. keep walking. Pretty much. Yeah, don't waste your time to pick up that ten grand. Speaking of billionaires, you know, we talk about totally corrupt shit all the time, right? Yeah. You know, there's a good news story. Did you hear about Mark Cuban and his uh, fight against Big Pharma? No. He basically launched a website where he sells pills for, like, substantially less. I'll look it up. I'll forget the name of it. But it's like, basically, he's trying to undercut all of the uh, drug companies where they mark up these fucking drugs, like diabetes drugs and you know, antidepressants and whatever you would get, you know, like the doctor would prescribe to you with only a 15% markup instead of a 3,000% markup. Yeah. So you just launched insulin insulin and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous what's going on. Like, I mean, I know people have got depend on this stuff, like for their diabetes medication, they can barely afford it. You know I mean? How are you supposed to do that? And, pay your rent which is going through the freaking roof and you know let alone drive your car let's see here they want us to they want us to stay at home and mask up keep masked keep keep masked up yeah uh pretty much i don't know why it doesn't make any i mean i guess it's a control thing they, they know everybody's at home they can you know no one's out on the street talking to each other except for online they can control that well, too I, I'm just confused. Like they had the State of the Union, and the day before the State of the Union, they dropped the uh, mass mandates, and the most fragile person in the world 
uh, Joe Biden was up on stage with no mask. And uh, but we we in Washington, we still have to wear a mask. Not on that. Well, that's like I said, that shit's ending on March 12th, all up and down the West Coast. I it's ending, but it hasn't ended. Not it's yet. Like, a couple more days. T minus four days. Why is it okay for a fragile old guy, but we are still in a danger zone? Yeah, I don't know. That uh, Mark Cuban website is called costplusdrugs.com. We're not taking any money from it, but it basically, right, right, right on the front of it, it's, I'm surprised he doesn't start selling like ivermectin or something like that. I don't see that on here yet. He's got I'm I'm a 10B, whatever the hell that is. Let's see, Fluxotine, generic, what the hell does that say, Prozac? <laughs> anyway, so, like, I mean, he's got uh, this website. Viagra out there? Mm-hmm, let's see. Viagra, Viagra. I don't know. Go to costplusdrugs.com. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> All the blue pills you could ever ask for. Well, perfect. That's what that, uh, you ever hear that? Roman or whatever they they advertise they they sell the big dick pills. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Don't know. Yeah, you get it. They'll send it to you. Not that I need that shit, but Roman. Yeah, hair loss products. I always thought that was like yeah. I always thought that was like a hair loss. Uh, yeah, they sell all, they sell all that stuff for for the dudes that you know whatever you're. Whatever your shortcoming in life is, Roman's got if it. You got, if then, you got hair loss or dick loss, call Roman. And then costplusdrugs.com sells it for fucking less. <laughs> I don't know. It's like There you go, Mark Cuban. Yeah, fucking go, Mark Cuban. I mean, really, like drugs, you know, in other places in the world are substantially less. You know, like, uh, like, like the, let's just say this generic Prozac. It says the real t- retail price is twenty two ninety four. That's what it is in the United States. Uh, Mark Cuban's selling it for three dollars and ninety cents. He's probably buying it like fucking in Australia and then just reselling it here in the United States. I don't know if that's how it, how it goes down, but I don't know. Like, I don't think anybody should have to take any pills. They should just be prescribed like. You know, a new well, it's, diet. It's, it's and just exercise. where most of the pills are made. Uh, like most of the pills are formulated here in the states. Yeah. So we finance it, and then we charge our citizens more than anybody else to get them. This doesn't make any sense. You know, there's um. Are you familiar with? Uh, do you know who Chris Lieben is? No. He's a UFC fighter that just had COVID. Like real bad COVID, like the worst case I've ever seen. They call it long COVID. You even know what the fuck that is? Uh, it's longer than normal COVID. That's, that's what I'm chalking it up to. I mean, this fucking guy, he's like, he was in the hospital for 30 days. I mean, he's a he's a strong guy, like you know. And he said he's he's he was unvaccinated, and he said he's had COVID before. And he goes, ah, it was no big deal, no big deal. And then this one, like fucking scarred his lungs and he's on a fucking oxygen tank like right now they just released him from the hospital a couple days ago you're not familiar with the story you should look him up he's it's pretty he made a couple videos coming out of the hospital and they're pretty uh moving i will say that but 
I hope that guy keeps uh, pulling through. He seems to be doing better, but he said he was like literally knocking on death's door like for a few days there during that month. And he got a couple times like he was bad and then he was better, then he was bad again. But uh, comes came through it, I guess. You know, he's still on the oxygen tank, but it's fucking crazy, man. Like it's like not everybody that gets COVID, it's not like equal treatment. Like that really makes me think that. I mean, we've been talking. We've talked about this a million times, but like, you know, it could be it could be bio bio warfare, right? Biochemical warfare, and I think that like, you know, like in New York and L.A. and all these places that got COVID really bad in the beginning, those numbers were fucking skewed, man. And I think that, you know, maybe he's living in San Diego right now, and he just opened a gym, and. uh possibility that maybe there's just a nasty string of it down there and it's just not in other places in the country i don't i don't know i don't know man it's a fucking mystery but like the fact that we're taking mass off of people and not having the mandates anymore when literally we're at the highest amount of cases the highest amount of deaths everything I mean, we're not going backwards on the on the numbers they're just like all right well fuck it let's just take this shit off we're loot we're losing in every department, uh, you know, when it comes to, like, the presidential's approval ratings. I mean, this fucking war is not helping. The gas prices aren't helping. You know, like, the truckers were coming coming for them, so they're like, fuck, maybe he got scared. I don't know. We do you know about the truckers. What's new, new with those guys? I know that one lady got arrested. We talked about that on the last show, but, like, have you heard anything new about... about the D, the guy, I, the, the truckers I, I are going to DC. The uh, cyber convoy through America is on Washington DC's doorsteps. What's that? Uh, the Washington truckers. Right. Yeah. There's. There's. Yeah. They're they're on DC's doorsteps. They like re- literally drove through town. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's like ten thousand of them or something like that. I've been seeing their 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 as they roll through different states. Like I've I've seen them in Texas and through the Midwest and stuff. So I don't, wasn't sure if they were actually made it to D.C. or not. Well, I I, I think if anything, it's become an American like a, a, a the you know the 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 Constitution uh, convoy is what I'd like to call it from now on because they're just like don't tell us we have to inject ourselves uh wear face coverings like you know we're not with other people we're driving trucks you know it's crazy it's like i've I've been applying for some jobs lately and you'd be surprised like how many employers require it still you know like i applied for like a small marketing gig or a, a marketing gig at a small marketing firm and they have 10 people you can work remote you know like as a hybrid thing sometimes you're in office but they have a strict uh vaccination policy that was fucking ridiculous it was totally ridiculous why the the fuck do you need that like we're about to drop this shit you still are pushing this shit like even uh another job for uh you know any city job any any job that reports to the city you gotta have a vaccine it's fucking ridiculous. You know, I mean, 
I think really, as soon as like the corporate culture changes, you know, like because after you know the mass mandates are lifted, there's gonna be still a shitload of fucking businesses that say, "Yo, you gotta wear a mask," or you know, wait till the restaurants, the, the restaurants that still like make their fucking patrons wear masks. I think they're few and far between, but you know. I mean, I think any most people like that have that deal with the public are probably like sick of this shit. They're like trying to be the mask police. I mean, you, even you, like, I mean, you guys don't like fucking telling people to put on a mask, or you guys don't kick anybody out, you know. But we're we're at the point where uh, it's it's uh, if if you feel more comfortable wearing a mask, please do. If you don't want to wear a mask, I'm not going to tell you to. I have to wear a mask because I work here until, but I mean, that's how it is. It's like, you know, we have people come in all the time and they're like, Hey, uh, you guys enforcing the masks. And I'm like, they never sent me to a, you know, mask class where I know how to like, you know, really be authority in masks. <laughs> I've been to mask class. I haven't gone, not going to go. <laughs> You want to wear one, do it. If you don't, don't. I don't care. No. I don't know. Like, I mean, think about, like, movie theaters. They're still going to have, like, rec- I mean, they, they're they going to open those fucking things open again. We're going to have, like. Well, hold on. You can have a Super Bowl where nobody wears a mask. All the right. celebrities, right. nobody wears a mask. But as soon as they go to the Golden Globes, they're, everybody's wearing a mask. I don't get that. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, I mean, there's you're in a stadium with seventy thousand people. There's... You're not wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. When the when the, when the TV is on you, you're wearing a mask. When it's not, and it and it kind of a uh, you know they go through the crowd and they're like, oh, there's the Rock Johnson, there's Ice Cube, there's the governor of uh, California, there's this or that, you know. None of them are wearing masks. None of them. But when they're like taking, you know, pictures, they have a mask around them just in case. But they know it's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. And the weird thing is, is that they're making more than anything. They're trying to make kids wear the mask still in school. You know, I'm, I'm re I'm reading. Okay. So uncle, the, Portland teacher, he told me that the schools, uh, basically on Monday, March 14th, so Saturday is March 12th, which is when the mandates end, my uncle tells me that uh, they, the schools are all going maskless too, so that's, that's, that's saying a lot for uh, Oregon, and I'm, I'm reading too here on OAN that uh, New York City finally lifts their mask and vac- vaccination mandates. I think it's I think it's odd that they would lift both. You know what I'm saying? Like, why lift them both? Why not? Hey, if we're so scared of all this shit, let's just try no mask for a while. Still got to got to have a vaccine, but we know they don't work. So fuck it. The left give, gave up on this fight. The left gave up on the last fight. They gave up on was my body, my choice. Because you can't have my body, my choice, and then tell people, well, you got to get a shot. Well, I thought it was my body, my choice. No, 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 not anymore. 
it's your body, your choice when it comes to like wanting to kill a kid. But uh, oh, by the way, uh, we're not for the death penalty. But we think you can slaughter kids before they're born, but don't kill people when they've done something bad. Like they they just keep turning. Like I I don't know, almost like alligators. Like they grab a prey. And they just keep rotating. They just keep <laughs> the flip-flopping. De- the death spiral. I mean, Dr. Fauci, <laughs> they took away all this shit. They they haven't totally released. They want to keep this stuff where they they want to be able to come back and say, okay, you got to be getting masked up again. Because everybody's been distracted by Ukraine. There's actually a war going on. Something bigger than us. You know, now all of a sudden... We're not talking about the woman swimmer or anything like that because she's not that big of a deal, even though it's stupid or, you know, we shouldn't even have to talk about it. But we have to talk about this thing that's called a war, like because if it if if Russia takes Ukraine, they're taking Poland, they're taking some of those other countries. It ain't going to stop there. And then you got to think about those, what, 15 reactors. Those power half half of uh, Europe. Yeah. Well, I really think that there's some... If you want to talk about Russian collusion, I think that there's some collusion with Ukraine because, yeah, but the people are, are like, what the fuck, fuck, fuck this. But the government, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know... I, I had someone send me a, uh, now I can't verify if this video is real or not, but I'll have to send it to you. But basically it's a reporter talking with a whole bunch of bodies and body bags like behind the reporter. And this is like allegedly a Ukraine reporter. And fucking mm-hmm. the wind is like picking up and it's blowing one of the body bags. Right? And the guy's like, there's a guy that's alive in the body bag pulling the body bag back over him. Like, so like, what the fuck? Like, is this shit all staged? Like, it's an unbelievable video, and I can't verify that it's true or not. It looks fake as fuck, but it's on BitChute uh, is where I found it. But uh, basically, this trying to make it look like a bunch of dead bodies. Like, you know, like, oh, my God, look what's happening. And then there's this guy in a body bag trying to pull it back over his fucking face. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Uh, it's like, and then you got, and I don't know if you've followed up on the, the, the Snake Island thing, but those guys are alive. They got video, the, Russia put out a video of those guys that they captured. Well, I'm, glad I'm glad they're alive, but they did say, go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, I don't, I, are we sure? I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's hard, it's hard to tell, man. Like, there's even pictures. Russian ship, go fuck yourself. Just, they, so they escaped. They escaped the bombing, but they got captured. I don't think. I don't think that's how it went down. But I mean, like, well, it sounds like they're prisoners of war. I don't know, man. It's it's tough to tell. I've I don't seen, think I've, people I've seen, are walking around downtown Ukraine just like shopping, well, like going to the going to the store. I th- I literally think no. They say that two thousand. There, there are schools bombed. There are hospitals bombed. The airports bombed. They, the nuclear uh, plants bombed. So I don't think, you know, even for the few, even if they have time to make like a parody or a skit where they're trying to get like 
they really don't have to do these cameos, in my opinion, to get sympathy because they're literally a country that over 2 million people have fled within 13 days and over 2,000 civilians have been killed when they're supposed to only strike military areas. And it's already proven that Russia used vacuum bombs that are banned. So I understand if there's like the, some of these, you know, maybe there's some sort of political video out there that like is trying to make, trying to show something strong for Ukraine. They're getting killed and they're having to flee their country. Well, yeah, people are fucking dying. Like, I mean, the bombs are, they're bombing shit, you know, but it's like, think about, um, let's say, let's say everybody that, uh, you know, is on Trump's side, we have a civil war we start blowing shit up. Do you think they're going to blow up their own shit? They're going to blow up the fucking, the Democrats schools and the Democrat fucking, you know, I think that's the, there's a degree of that happening because like there is a you, lot of people that are fucking still alive Russia, when Russia they could be going to Ukraine and they could be eliminating take, people left and right and keep keep a lot of those things stable they the only reason they started to bomb like airports and uh nuclear plants are because <laughs> their tanks are literally running out of gas and they're abandoning their tanks. Yeah, well, they they didn't think this invasion was going to take that long. A lot of Russians are eating rations that expired in 2015. My guess is... They the, weren't prepared for this. My guess is the play was that by now, they would think that the rest of the world would have acted, and I don't think that the rest of the world has jumped on and, like, a world, the world war, a can war. act with the no-fly zone. If you do a no-fly zone, if you attack, if you protect, if you protect a no-fly zone at all for Ukraine, you're automatically in the war. Right. I, exactly. So it's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't it's know. It's a sensitive issue. Yeah. I. I. I mean. I guess the rumor has it that uh, Trump said he'd just let them fucking fight each other and not even fucking. Well, he, do shit about well, it. Well, you heard, you heard the latest thing is that uh, they're going to get uh, aircraft MiGs from uh, Poland, I believe. And then America's going to fill them on the backside. But the thing is, we can't fly them in. Uh, Ukraine Air Force has to run on the other side of the border, get in the planes and fly them over because if anybody flies them over the border, we're part of the conflict. So it's very touchy that we're trying to stay. We're we're trying to supply. It sounds like, but we're also trying not to uh, have to wash our hands. You know what I mean? Right. Speaking of wars, what the fuck is going on in Tacoma? It's been like some fucking oh, shootings, like crazy in Tacoma. I saw that thing on Eleventh and Sprague. That was weird. Yeah. What the fuck? That video, I I saw that video on uh, Facebook, and it's somebody that lives over there. Is that a fucking crazy video? 
You hear like 20 fucking shots. Pop, 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 pop. Some were all like gun, like uh, shotgun shots too. Yeah, like someone was. De- pro- I think, you know, I started looking up crime statistics in uh, Tacoma because you know, like, what's Tacoma's nickname? Tacompton. Right. They earned that, I guess, from the eighties, like during the crack ec- epidemic, when the crime was so high. There was a drug. Well, there's a big battle up on hilltop. Right. Well, there was big battles back then, and uh, that's how we got that. But now, like, there's shit going on all the time. Like, hence that video with the 20 fucking shots fri- fired on 8th and Sprague or whatever. I don't know. If it, since someone get killed, they had to have. I don't know, but I guarantee you, whoever shot that gun, I guarantee you it wasn't licensed by a, by a, I bet you that gun was illegally owned. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just saying legal gun owners don't go out their house and just do that. No. You know what I mean? Well, then I started looking up today's crime statistics and like I compared them to Compton. I was like, well, maybe like, you know, what the fuck's going on? The property crime, I don't know how they measure this, but we were in 86, whatever the fucking 86 means. And Compton was like a 46. So property crime wise, like we're double what Compton is today in in 2022. I got that from the citydata.com or something like that last night. I was like, what the fuck? Safer to live in Compton. Well, dude, like you talk about all the time, like what the fuck's going on in your block? Well, shit, man, it's happening everywhere over there. It sounds like, I mean, fucking twice the property crime over Compton, California. Good old. Hey, did you, did you hear the uh, state's new uh, cure for that though? <laughs> they're they're limiting uh, less they, ammo. It already went through the Senate. It's gone through the. It's on the uh, governor's desk for him to sign. Fuck. King Inslee, Inslee. Uh, to sign that uh, 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 magazine capacities cannot be more than ten rounds. That's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean we. How's that stopping anything? Is that stopping? I mean, the gun still shoots well, the bullets. Doesn't matter how many's in the in the round. Why don't you stop the people that have the guns illegally? Right. I mean, I hate to say it, stop and frisk. Uh, if somebody has a reason to have a gun, they 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 can prove it. If they don't, they go to jail. I mean, the poor Tacoma police that have to do that shit. I don't. I don't fucking envy their job at all i mean jesus like i mean that sounded like a fucking war zone that video they get ambushed all the time the funny thing is the guy that posted that video he said we didn't even fucking hear it he goes that's how we used to it we are around here that's I guess what happens when you live you know fucking hilltop yeah. no i don't doubt it fuck i got other news for you too you hear about your boy russell wilson he's traded Bye-bye. He's at the Broncos. Yeah. It's kind of weird for me is because uh, my nephew, Michael, uh, his wife is a Bronco. Like, diehard, like, grew up. Father is, everything. So, like, now he can root all the way for the Broncos. Because there's a lot of times where he's rooting for Russell when he was a Seahawk. And they'd win and he had to sleep on the couch. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 
I don't know. We've been rooting for him all the way. No, but we got we're we're supposed to get what three first round picks. Yeah. Um, a couple of trades. So we weren't going to trade him unless we got a sweetheart deal. But the thing is, we realize we're in the uh, mode for rebuilding. Like the craziest thing about this. I mean, you want to talk about totally corrupt shit. Just like one or two weeks ago, both Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson himself said, "I." Russell's like, "I don't want to be traded. I don't want to go any go anywhere. I want to win more Super Bowls here." And then Pete Carroll's like, "Yeah, we have no. The team has no intention of trading Russell Wilson." And Russell that, Wilson even had a no trade clause. Yeah, and he's going to release it in order for this deal to happen. Right. So, bunch of bullshit. You want the next well, next time you see Russell Wilson in Seattle. Well, next time you see Russell, do you remember when Alex Rodriguez left the Mariners? Oh, yeah. Anyway, fucking when he came back, he got paid a shitload of money to go play for the Texas Rangers of all fucking teams. And uh, they booed him so fucking hard and like throwing fake money out because they mocking him for his big contract and shit. Russell Wilson, fucking, why why do you got to talk so much game about how much you love Seattle. You don't ever want to leave. You want to win more. Your goal is to win more Super Bowls in Seattle. And then basically wave your own. <clears throat> the trade was pending his approval because he had to like drop that no trade clause. So he knew about this shit the whole time. Well, maybe it's a maybe he's thinking he's leaving Seattle better because they have room to grow because. If anything, he's only he's only got two, three, four years left. I don't know. I think he's got more than that, man. He's only like thirty three years old. He's pretty young. Well all I'm saying unless Seattle is ever gonna put a defensive light in front of him, there's not gonna be a chance for another Super Bowl. Touche. I think I think I mean, he I think he's past he his prime. I think he's definitely and, past and, his prime. And I think he's gonna go somewhere. I think the Broncos is going to have that defensive line for him. Yeah. Well, good luck, buddy. That's all I got to say. But, like, I mean. Hey, I, this will be the first year in a long time. I'm going to be rooting for two teams. You're going to keep root. You're going to root for the Broncos? Well, I'm, I'm going to. I hope Russell wins. I'm going to see how he plays. Man. I mean. I mean, I, if it comes down to him and the Seahawks, I'm obviously rooting for the Seahawks, but it'll give me a reason to watch more Bronco games because I like Russell. I'd like to see him succeed, you know? We'll see how he does. And even, well, even if you don't watch the game, you're going to watch the highlight. you got to admit to that. They're going to have, I mean, in a different, in the AFC, so you get to see him versus, uh, what's his name from Kansas City, Mahomes? Mahomes. They'll they'll play each other twice a year. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, the only way we're going to play them ever is if if the Seahawks and the Broncos make the Super Bowl again, but whatever. I mean, good luck, Russell. I mean, I think he got sacked way too many times. I mean, it's pretty – to me, it's been pretty clear that, like, he's slowed down substantially over the past, like, I don't know, three or four years. I mean, he used to be, like – zipping around and shit but now he just relies on his arm and we don't have any fucking protection for him he just keeps getting nailed well here's my thing nobody's talking about is that Pete Carroll I thought 
as soon as Russell left, Pete Carroll would walk out too. Right. So I I don't think this saga is over because I don't think Pete is at the age where he's going to want to rebuild a team. They said he's so 70, think, 70 years old. There might be a point where he, in the next month or two, he goes, I'm retiring also. Potentially. I mean, it's not out of the question. That's for sure. Well, he's, he's not going to want to rebuild another team. Well, think about Russell that. was his boy. Russell was his boy. Think about this. Maybe, maybe he gets a new boy in one of these first round draft picks and, uh, decides to say, eh, I'm going to give it four more years. Just like a president. Well, how, how, He'll be 74. What's your chance of getting lightning in a bottle? I don't know. Maybe he sees something that we don't. I don't fucking know. That's Do you it. see anybody coming out of uh, college right now that you just think is going to be the next? I mean, I just follow the Seahawks. Operating. I just follow the Seahawks. I don't fucking know shit about shit when it comes to college football. I don't. And I don't, I don't know neither, but that's where they're drafting these guys from. They got three or four... Three first round picks. So obviously they're trying to think they got a, a, a an idea of who to pick for rebuilding a team. That's got to be worth it for a caliber player like Russell Wilson. I mean, they're not only going to get a couple of live players that's already on the roster, but they're going to get three first round picks. Yeah. On top of their picks. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It might be it might be an inch. I didn't watch one, but maybe one or two games last year. Russell got nailed, broke his finger, whatever, and he was out, and then we were really never the same team coming back. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe I'll watch a game quick. or two. Maybe I'll watch he, more he games. He tried to come back too quick. Uh, you're probably right. I don't know. At least we got a fucking, uh, maybe it's a good thing we got a hockey team now. The Kraken. What a stupid name. Hey, what house are they playing out of? The Crack House. <laughs> the Crack House. What kind of fans do they got? Crackheads. Yeah. Fuck. Have you watched any? But it, it, They got great logos. Their yeah. logo looks sweet. Have you watched any? Do you, I don't, do you know? I don't know shit about hockey, really. I mean, I know fucking. I haven't watched how anything, it works, but, but I like their logo. I, their logo looks cool. We got shirts at work with their logo on it, but I haven't watched the game yet. Neither have I. I'm not. A, I'm not a hockey guy. Uh, it's like I'm not a soccer guy neither. I'm really not. No, I'm a golfer, but and, I don't like to really watch golf on TV unless it's the highlights. I don't know. It depend depends on what's yeah right. Depends on what's going on. It's the Masters. I'll watch the Masters. It's coming up pretty soon, you know. Well, yeah, the Masters always. Well, that's different. That's different. I mean, I don't mind watching a kid eat a hot dog on the Masters, like <laughs> you know. But I mean, for the most part, when you're watching people like regrip and grip and. Then they readdress, and I mean, for I'm a golfer, and I've been a golfer long enough where it just looks like, "Hey, Tim, are you gonna fucking hit the ball or what?" Like, you know, <laughs> I want to start yelling at the TV screen once in a while, and then I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is a thing called the Masters. This is a big thing, you know." But I mean, I see people, even the pros, they still get nervous like we do. 
like when we're playing in a foursome get up there don't feel comfortable you back up real quick and there's always somebody that's gonna say something real quick i don't know i only follow really two golf turns the masters and the u.s open and the rest of them kind of just fall where they fall who's well who's who's the best golfer in the world who's the best golfer in the world right now uh scheffler see i've never even heard of that guy scheffler well he's one steve scheffler from the sonics tournaments he's entered uh he won the uh he won the uh the last tournament he won was the Arnold palmer well came out of nowhere neither came out of nowhere it was like three behind or two behind and he wound up winning it he's shoffley Shoffley, Shoffley or Scheffler? <laughs> it's He's number one, tall white. number one, number one golf in the world. I don't even know how to say his name. What? He's the number one golfer in the world. We don't even know how to say his name. Shackley, Scheffler, Shawshank Redemption. Rom sucked. Rom, Rom's cool. Yeah, but like all the big dogs right now are kind of falling on their face like yeah they're just you know i mean tiger tiger crashes his car never playing golf again not that he had oh, shit. i mean the did. last tournament he won he won it on a broken leg i mean give the guy a chance <laughs> let's see here what else is going on in the world today can't be all russia ukraine uh well depending on how china is paying attention to what's going on with russia and ukraine because that's gonna really you gotta think about this depending on if if ukraine gets taken over they're invading taiwan china yeah bottom line i mean and we're gonna get compressed on both sides and then all of a sudden, we we got enemies off the Pacific, and we got enemies off the Atlantic. They can just float over and just float over. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. China, China, and Russia get together. They become best buddies, and then Venezuela's uh, supplying us uh, oil because Biden's too stupid to just. Provide, you know, provide his own. Uh, yeah, we're pretty much going to pretty much going to we're, we're commit ourselves to being a third world country. Um, I heard this. Tell me what you know about it. Yeah. Pfizer came out with like some crazy fucking, I don't know, some massive document was exposed about them hiding a bunch of shit for like 60 or 70 fucking years. You know anything about that? Like people have been sending, sending me this document. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but it's like fucking 40 pages long. And everybody's like, see, that's why they wanted to hide this shit. And it's like, well, they've been wanting that. They've been wanting to, since they were able to come out with the vaccine so early, they didn't want any of the information to come out for like 25 years. Right. Any of the, uh, Do you know what the information or, is? I'm, I'm trying to or anything like that. So they were liable. Oh, 
so there's certain there's certain things that probably happened in the past where maybe they got special approval and they got special approval to come out with something quicker wasn't tested as much but the condition was so they couldn't get sued they couldn't be held liable well it's crazy i I just read something else. It said Pfizer stock off the market. What the fuck does that mean? When they kick oh, them they off, dropped they, a lot. No, they're kicking them off Wall Street. That's what it sounds like to me. They're stock off of uh, Wall Street. Let's just see what the fucking it says. Wall Street. I don't know. Pfizer. Pfizer's got uh, probably the most money out of all of them. You know, but like fuck. You think they would have buried that shit? That whatever, like, how did that? How did that? How did a document like that get released to the public? Who fucking knows? Yeah, that's a weird one. Anyway, well, I mean, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I know. I didn't take that shit, so whatever's in that document ain't happening to me. <laughs> Fuck. That's all I know. I'm not taking anything from a pharmaceutical. I don't. I don't know. It's uh, unless you want to get something from Mark Cuban's website, you can get it for ch- I'm a, on the cheap. I'm a self-prescribed self. Um, yeah. No, thank you. Hey, Mark Cuban, we need a sponsor. Maybe it could be CostPlusDrugs.com. That'd be great. That would be great. I'd solve a lot of problems for for uh, digs and CostPlusDrugs.com. <laughs> And then I can pop open a can right at the end. Yeah. And they also, and they sell white cloth. Plus, plus drugs. <laughs> like ocean mist. Oh, I think I'm just saying. I'm just just an idea. Not a bad one. But Mark Cuban, step up, help her brother out. Let's go. Come on. I feel like I, I feel like we we uh, may have. Uh, caught each other at a, a low energy time oh, totally. when i called you earlier it sounded like you were about ready to go to bed i i dude i was hanging out with my dad all day we just took the whole day kind of easy we went and got a haircut i went to some button where'd you, some lunch, where'd you, where'd you where nap, did you go putting dinner getting ready to take another lot nap he called me and i was like okay i i was a little low energy but i'm positive energy that's good. Hey, it's low, but it's positive. I've been listening to your boy Alan Watts every now and then. That's Alan good. Watts, it's good shit. He's he he is a, a little bit of a guru. He's a perspective guru, I think. You got to listen to the My Big Toe Guy too. You mentioned that. What's that guy's name? Hey, my big toe. Just go, uh, my big toe. <laughs> just, just Tom, Tom Campbell. Tom Campbell, I think. How did you find that guy? You just fucking search around the interwebs at like three in the morning. Oh, dude, he talks about how like, oh, mind blowing. I mean, all connected. Just think about just think about how we could all be connected, and then and then backtrack. I mean, 
I, I think if anything, I, I know we might be a little bit more low energy on this podcast, but we're deep thought. I think this whole podcast has been deep thought. That's what I reflect about it because everything, everything is uh, Ukraine. Think about Ukraine years down the road. It's all going to settle down at some point where, you know, everything's connected. Everybody's connected. Here's what I'm, here's, here's what I found. For each other. So, the, okay. Tom, Thomas Campbell wrote a book called My Big Toe. My Big Toe. A trilogy unifying philosophy, physics, and metaphysics. Awakening, discovery, inner workings, paperback. Published December 9th, 2007. It didn't say much about the, the, the didn't say much about the book. That's just the title. <laughs> That's just the title. Uh, well, read re, read the description of the book. I, can, I don't even see a description of the book. Let's see. I'm on Amazon. Or, my big toe basically means my big theory of everything, and uh, he talks about how. Basically, at one point, God was the only thing that ever existed. He just existed. He's, he just existed. He was just cruising through. There's no planets, no anything. He decided to split himself out into billions of pieces. Some of those pieces became world. Some of those pieces became consciousness. Some of those pieces became us. So, in essence... Every living thing that's living is actually giving him feedback. So by us experiencing life is allowing him to have those same experiences. Learning. Which kind of makes sense if you think about it. And then you get into reincarnation. Oh, it goes deep. He's talking. I mean, I like I, I like getting into all that like super like deep spiritual shit and seeing where somebody goes down a rabbit hole because every rabbit hole is different and it's always fascinating, but, but that's his rabbit holes that it's like, we're all, a, you know, cause if you think about it, like in the Bible, it says, I am always with you. Well, if God's always with you, maybe he's part of you. Because it says, like, you're not supposed to, like, smoke a cigarette or get a tattoo because you're damaging the uh, temple of the Lord, right? Right. So if you're, if you're damaging the temple of the Lord and you're smoking or getting a tattoo, what is the temple of the Lord? Well, the temple of the Lord to your body. You know, it's funny. I, did, you, I, did find the in, I did find the inside flap. You want me to read it? Yeah. He's talking about like he's it says Campbell began researching altered states of consciousness consciousness with Bob Monroe Journeys Out of the Body, Far Journeys, the Ultimate Journey, some other book that he did at Monroe's yep. laboratories in the early seventies. That's one section of the book. Anyway, it's interesting shit. I don't know. I I, I constantly I, I mean <clears throat> I vibe with. All, I like things. I, I vibe like with all that, that make shit. me think deep. I vibe with all that shit. You know, like I just, uh, I, I believe that too, that you know, God is with you. 
with everybody and everything. You know, even the even the trees and the you know the, the animals and humans and everything. Well, when you do something you shouldn't do, don't you kind of feel guilty? It's hard to say if because you do feel, if it's you do hard feel guilty, to say. Is that because there's somebody looking over your shoulder? You know, because the whole thing about life is free will. But is maybe guilt? the whole thing, point about our consciousness is that, that even though it's free will, somebody's still watching you and still judging you. You know, did you make a right decision? Did you help somebody? Did you hurt somebody? Is guilt something instilled in us from how we were raised and what we learned from our parents and society? Is that why, is that why I we feel guilty? something you learn as you grow as a kid and realize how you treat others. Because if, if you're a douche, if you're, if you're a jerk, if you're a dickhead, you don't feel guilt because you don't mind hurting other people. People that only feel guilt are people that have a, somewhat of consciousness where they not always feel like they're right but sometimes they question if they were right in treating somebody a certain way you know i think that um it's interesting like you mentioned altered state of states you're in an altered state of consciousness all the time <laughs> like right now yeah right, right now Getting there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. I, I think it's interesting because, like, I think about, like, okay, was at your house, what, like a month ago and playing guitar, right? Like, fucking, let, you're like, wow, that's, let it be free, whatever the fuck you were saying. Well, I fucking, that came from an altered state of consciousness. We were fucking drunk and high. You know, I mean, I don't, I mean, I could maybe, flip that i mean they definitely do that again but like the way it happened you know, like that like the feeling behind it instead of it being like i'm using my brain and i know that if i pr press my finger on this fret it's going to make this sound and it's like i'm using it logic. was it was artistic it, rather than mathematic exactly it was like the way like like when when maybe an artist doesn't know they're an artist and they just start strumming a song and they just get into it, and they all of a sudden wrote their first riff for their first record. Yeah, I mean, everything that I was playing that night was based off of what's called pentatonic scale, but, like, the way that you do it, it can almost feel like you're talking. Like, you can feel like, okay, that's what you mean behind it. Like, you can understand the meaning even though there's no words being said, you know, but you can, you it's like you've, I hate people when they say, oh, I can feel the music. I feel it. Yes, you're feeling it, but there's more to it than that. Like, you're you're really hearing the intention behind it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like a fucking... You, I, for me, I see it when somebody plays. Like, when I used to go see Cry play, and I'd see Steve beat the drums or Kenny play the guitar, when somebody's really into playing a song, you know, you can see them, you know, and then you can see some of the, and then you can see when a great artist plays a song you love and the way they play it is so lackluster that you don't like the song anymore. You know? Yeah. I mean, you, 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 it, you just don't, I mean, you're like, I used to like Foo Fighters and then they 
did this or whoever it is. But I mean, the thing is, I always remember how passionate Steve played the drums. When you were playing the guitar that night, you were just in a zone. You were just in a zone. You're doing your own deal and you're you weren't even trying to trying to show me anything. You were just jamming out, you know. You played a song, what if it was like fucking Africa or something like that? And you're like you're like, listen to this, listen to this. And like there's a guy playing the guitar like instrumental Africa. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh I don't know, I just found the key and just figured it out and just put my own flair on it. It's kinda cool. I mean, I I love I I love that when I I can I can do it personally do it, but it's fucking awesome when you got an entire band like you know when we go to even though I'm not I mean I really respect the Dave Matthews band with like their level of a bit or their ability to throw fucking riffs back with like all right here's the horn guy and then it like throws it like gives a little fucking head nod to the guitar player and he's like but it like doesn't sound so stupid as i'm making it sound like you know it fucking works no, like and th- they're throwing it back and forth they're all staying in the same key i think that's fucking cool but like you can feel i think like any song it's like why did the why did the band start to suck as they as they you know found more success like i don't know i don't know if you're ma- making trying to make a point about the foo fighters but like hey man i used to fucking love that band when they came out they're fucking like that song, My Hero or whatever. That was a great song, you know. There's a bunch of them, and I think it was because they were, they weren't rich and happy and comfortable. You know, they were struggling musicians trying to make it, make a name for themselves. I'm not saying Dave Grohl was a struggling musician; he's a drummer of Nirvana. But like the rest of those guys, wanted to make it, and Dave was like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." And, you know, you could feel the energy from all of the players, you know, trying to, this is us, show, you know, who they are. And then, you know, when you add money into the mix, like a Russell Wilson, for example, man, that guy took us to the fucking Super Bowl, like the first couple years he was a a player for us, right? Well, we were only paying him like $500,000 a year. When we start paying him $30 million a year, uh, we were barely getting out of the first round of the playoffs. I don't think we ever got out of the first round of the playoffs the rest of the time. Yeah, we went to the playoffs. But it's like, where was, where's that passion, that extra hunger? You know, like the, like a poor person that wants to go work will go out and work, outwork everybody. Give me the hours. I'll, or, or, yeah, let me fucking, you know, sell some shit. I'll sell it better than anybody else. You know, like, what was that movie with Will Smith where he, and basically fucking, you know, he had to go get a job or do something for his son that had his, like, ill or whatever. I forget, forget the name of that movie. But oh, he had to take his son and he had, he had tried to sell the printer or something. Right, yeah. Like, I mean, like, every, everybody... No, no, that was a great movie. Right, I forget what it was called. I didn't, I'm not a big movie person, but... Like, I do, I do, he, found, he wound up becoming a CEO in that movie, too. Like, like it's a life story. Like that guy, like had nothing, and then all of a sudden he became a CEO of a major corporation because of his determination. I think like the key to life is is like to find, just be hungry enough 
but also be don't let it change you you know or let don't let the success change you you know like you know where you can become egotistical and start to brag about you know how great you are and this and that when you're when really you know like i don't know maybe you're you're trying to portray something that you're not you know what i'm saying like it becomes fake and then it's not genuine anymore and then you're making shitty records I would say be hungry enough until I would say be hungry, but don't get eaten because a lot of us eat ourselves. Sure. We want so much. We expect so much. And then we don't realize we're like, Hey shit. I mean, I think that this life was just about me having family and learning this, learning that maybe my success comes a little bit later in life when I'm 50. I don't know. That Chris Lieben guy that is, had the long coven you should really watch his yeah. watch his watch the video of him out of the hospital because like he has some pretty intense like moments where he's like some spiritual shit happened to me when i was like fucking just about ready to die and basically you know you don't think about how how great you crushed it in life and how great this and that you think about like just you know eating food and the sun and your loved ones and like just enjoying that like and we forget about the simple things but when you're about ready to die that's the only thing that you can think of that's like you know god man like i should have spent more times with my loved ones and i appreciate the taste of food and i appreciate the warm sun on my skin you know like i mean it's, it's shit like that like where you can start he goes don't get obsessed with the hustle you know and for, and forget about the simpler things in life. Cause like when you're fucking dying, those are the things you think about. You don't think about like the money you made or the, the cars you drove or anything like that. You think about like fucking the simple things and it's easy to forget. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes the best memories are not the car you drove, but sitting on a wooden chair in the back of your yard with your family and you're drinking a, Freaking white claw, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking white claw. You know, seriously, everybody's just around having a good time, and that's your last memory of life. You know, because we're all gonna have that last memory of life. And it's like, what what memory would you want it to be? Would you want it to be of you yelling at somebody or having an argument, or would it be of you like? Driving your first car, probably not, because that's kind of egotistical. It it would be more of a. It probably be like probably be like getting laid in your first time getting laid in your car. (laughs) I don't know. Spot in your life where you're just relaxed and you're totally happy, and this was life. Like, you know, I'm just joking about the getting laid in your car. I don't even think that that that's something to think about. Like, oh, having that ah, ah, ah moment. I could I could see myself thinking about that right at the end, but yeah, I don't know. But I like, know. there's definitely there's definitely uh, your boy, uh, my big toe guy, Thomas. What the fuck is his name? Just said his name. Forgot it already. Campbell. Thomas Campbell. Altered state of consciousness. You know, I think about that. Like, I think I think the altered state of consciousness you know, allows you to give, give you perspective on 
what you are without being altered. I tell you what, I tell you what, you know what I like to do? I put on one of his talks that's like an hour long. I put it on right before I go to bed and then I sleep. And then as I'm sleeping, I hear all this weird shit. And I have an amazing dream. Oh, man. And then I wake up and I'm like, ah, I've never listened to this again. Can I tell you something about fucking dreams? You, you're, you've been smoking a lot of weed. Maybe you could. Yeah. Do you dream often? Oh, very. And very realistic dreams. No, but do, like every night, like fucking once a month. Like how often do you think? Every you night. You have a dream every night? I, re- I Sometimes a couple. Interesting. I mean, I, I have very fluid dreams. like, And and it's very cool when I realize they are dreams because then I can do cool shit, like fly and shit, like the Matrix. But most of the time, I don't know their dreams, and it's just me having arguments about my daily life. Right. <laughs> Fucking... One thing I, I mean, the reason I ask is because I just recently quit smoking weed. Okay. And yeah. weed is a, the THC is a dream suppressant. And I like in the past like week or so, I have had the fucking wildest dreams in the past like week or so. I mean, like they're very mm-hmm. realistic, but I'm living like almost a separate life. And I know what you mean about like realizing, realizing it's a dream. And being able to like, oh, this is a fucking dream. Maybe I can do this. Yeah. I mean, I've had dreams where I was able to like run, jump from one neighborhood to the other, like someone else's backyard. And I'm like, hey guys, <laughs> hey, let's just go, let's just go run and jump over to Danny's house. You know, it's like fucking shit like that. Like, and then other dreams are so fucking intense. Like, it's like I'm like a fucking CIA or some shit like that. Like, I mean, I've had ones where I was, like, protecting a fucking small child, like, that was, like, I don't know, maybe the president's or something. I don't have no fucking idea. The kid was a little shit, and he kept kicking the ball into a street, and he kicks the ball in the street, and I was like, get in the house, get in the house. He runs in the house, and I turn around, and a fucking telephone pole is on fire, like someone poured gasoline on it. It was, like, fucking burning like a candle or something like shit like that. It was fucking wild, man. Then yeah. I had, the very next night, I'm having a dream. I'm in a hotel room, and there's a fucking standing on one side of the bed, and then there's like on the other side of the bed is like you know a little space, and then a window with it open, and then there's these biker dudes. They got this guy like he's gonna. They're gonna. I'm up on like you know couple <laughs> couple floors up. Like they're gonna throw this fucking guy over the edge, and I'm like holy shit! And they punch him in the fucking face, and one guy turns around and looks into the window and i thought he saw me so I like fucking scurry out of the way and i hide behind like in the bathroom and then fuck fuck one guy comes in looks around can't see anything takes my lunch or whatever i had sitting on the bed and one guy comes in with a gun like i could see the gun come in through the door and i fucking have you know I, i've got a gun too in my dream i fucking come around the corner and as soon as he like fucking put the gun through the door i actually i i'm like Put it fucking down, and I fucking shot. I shot him. I thought they were trying to shoot him in the chest. I fucking hit him in the gun. Gun flies out of his fucking hand. Next thing you know, the another guy comes in with a gun. The guy that got punched in the face, and he's like, and I'm like, you're fucking next, dude. And he goes, I'm a cop. I'm a cop. They all fucking scatter away, and that's all I remember. I'm like, where the where the fuck did that come from? And guess what? The biker gang, 
had uh, black vests, red and yellow writing. Does that sound familiar to you? Uh, sounds like a bad dream. Banditos, dude. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's just let's just cap it out right there. Everybody, keep dreaming. Pra- hey, practice your states, altered states of conscious consciousness. Get perspective on your life. Don't live too comfortably, but don't live uh, too fast. Live lucid. Try to have lucid dreams. I think those are cool. Fucking hell. All right, that's all we got for you, everybody. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will catch you next time. Peace out. Peace. Everything you fucking said because I hit a button and it muted you. <laughs> what what did you say your dream was about? Um some lady. So it was like five or eight years in the future. Uh-huh. And uh I was sitting at this table and I forget what kind of window it was. I don't know if it was like somewhere to eat or but anyway, five to eight years down the road from now this lady sits down and I look at her and I kind of understand it's like a younger version of my mother and she just says she talks to me for a little bit she's like yeah I just want to make sure you're okay and everything's okay alright I'll see you later have a good day bye and she got up and walked away so it's like you know sometimes I have those little spiritual dreams where you like out of nowhere my mom shows up and I don't know if that's me thinking of it psycho a lot or maybe she's just still checking in you know what I mean perhaps I don't you know I mean like that big toe theory if it's all connected maybe it's still